Okay, so here we go. So this week's parsha talks about. It starts off with Avram is after he had the uh, bris milah. He was after he had the bris milah. He was not. He was not feeling well. And uh, the Torah says that angels came to visit him while he was. Bris. Right. Uh, that um, the angels came to visit him and they told him that he was going to have another son who's going to have Yitzchak. And he was going to get better. And then after that, the Pasuk says that the Malachim left to go, some of the Malachim left to go towards Stein, to destroy Stein and to save Light, who was the nephew of Avram, to save him from the destruction of Stein. And then they came to Stein and they came to Light's house. And there's a whole story how the people of the city wanted, wanted to, to violate the Malachim, and Light didn't let them leave the house. And in the in the during the fray when the when the people of the city tried to to beat up light they, they were they were blinded and he was rescued by the malachim by the angels and then they destroyed the city on the way out they say to light and his family don't look back you're not gonna look back at the destruction we're saving you but you can't look back and then a, little, a short while later light's wife actually looks back at the thing, and she turns into a pillar of salt. That's what the story says. And then there's many other things discussed in the parasha, but let's focus on that. It seems to be, potentially, what looks like a, a contradiction in, in, in Rashi as to why, as to what happened, and when she turned to a pillar of salt, and why. Because Rashi says, the first when the, when the Malach said to the family not to look back, Rashi says, um, let's read you the words, here is it. He says, hmm. he says, don't look back because you don't really, you're not really deserving. You're, you're really, you're really wicked, just like the people of the city. The only reason why you were saved is because in the merit of Avram. And you are, therefore, you're not worthy to look back and see them being destroyed. That's what Rashi says. And then later, when when the when Lloyd's wife turned around and turned into a pillar of salt, Rashi says, why did she turn into a pillar of salt? Because she sinned with salt, so she was punished with salt. How did she sin with salt? And when light brought the storm, you were not allowed to have company, you're not allowed to have guests, you're not allowed to do things for people. And he brought the guests into his home, and he asked her to bring them some salt, and she said, you're going to give them salt too? No way, you're not giving them salt, even though it says that they gave them bread, not giving them salt. And because of that, she was punished, and she turned into a pillar of salt. So it seems like... Salt was expensive back then. Right, well, yeah, that salt was expensive. And that many, not, maybe not in time was a lot of salt. But, but the question right. is, in the first place, Rashi says... Too much already. Rashi says, you're not allowed to look back because you're not worthy to see them. And then, she, and then she's punished. She would seem like she, she, she was not allowed to turn around and see it. So she looked around to see it. She shouldn't have seen it. That would have been the punishment. But maybe, could be Rashi's explaining why that was the particular punishment which she received. So let's see if we can see if they're if they're connected. Okay. So the um, and just interestingly on the way on the way to Stein it says the, there's an interesting Rashi. It says that the the Malachim vayashkifu al pnei is the words of the pasuk. It's a way of, it's a way of referring to staring vayashkifu l'shan hashkafa. And Rashi says every time the word hashkafa is used for staring and looking, it's generally for a bad purpose. It's looking down in a negative connotation. Except except one time. And it's used for Ashkifam and Kachcham and Hashemayim, but used for a blessing, for a positive thing, 
is because that's talking about uh, when there's a discussion of giving gifts to four people from your, you know, that the, 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 the things which you're obligated to give from, to, to Matanisaniyim, over there, that turns something which is evil in, in, even into good. Now, so let's just talk about what we're saying. Let's see where I'm going. The, the Pasuk says in Mishlei, it says, Toiv ayin hu yivayrach. A good eye, someone who has a good eye, he'll, he'll bless people. The Maral explains, what's the difference between a toiv ayin, a good eye, and a lave toiv and a good heart? Maral says, someone, a lay, when the Sukkim referred to a lave toiv, it means someone wants to, is happy, he's willing to give other people things. That's a good heart. But a good eye, someone who, it means he's, someone's happy for other people to have things. It's a, it's a very fine difference. But someone who may be willing to give things to people, but he may not be happy for other people to be complete and whole at his own expense. But a Tevayin is someone who's happy for someone else's being full, complete, and whole. That's what a Tevayin is. As opposed to a Tzarayin, which is the opposite, which is someone who's unhappy for someone else to have a Shlemus. In the, in the, in, in Avos, in the Pirkei Avos, it says that Avram Avinu, Avram, was one of his character traits was that he was a Tevayin. He had a good eye. He was happy to give for others. He wanted for others to have. The example, the Mishnah says, who did, who did not have a Tevayin was a Tzarayin. That was Bilam. Bilam, let's talk about Bilam. But Bilam was someone who was a tsarai. And in fact, interestingly, the one of the, we know that from the Psukim that Bilam was blind in one eye with his tsarayin. So we already see that a tsarayin has something to do with um, it affects, could impact a person's sight. Now we don't know. We know the Gemara says that you're supposed to wash your hands before you eat bread. And you're supposed to wash your hands after you eat a meal as well. It's called. Afterwards. And the Gemara says, why do you have to wash your hands? Because there's a type of salt which came from Sadaim, which was dangerous for people's eyes, and it could have been mixed into other salt. And if you touch your eyes after you eat the Malachi what could happen to you is you could end up being, uh, could come blind from it. We see that the Malachi has a, something coming from Sadaim could cause a person to go blind. And in fact, during this story, the Malachim had to protect light, they made the people go blind, the people of Sadaim. What is going blind? Why is that? Why was that the way to protect people? And why does time have to do with blindness? So we already see though that time had to do with tsarayan. That they 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 were they were not happy to help other people. What does tsarayan have to do with going blind? Though? We said Bilam went blind because tsarayan. So what I'm thinking is that uh, the pasuk says in Echa says the mechshakim the mechshakim hashivani kimei sa'elam that the you put me in darkness like the people that are, that are not alive anymore. And the Gemara says that a, a blind person, in a sense, is con- considers himself to be, uh, is considered to be a dead person. Why? Because he says about himself, I'm stuck here by myself, I'm in darkness, and nobody's, I'm, not, I'm disconnected from everybody else, just like people who are dead are disconnected. That's a blind person. So, so to someone who is a Tsar Ayan, Someone who's not happy for other people to get things and views the whole world as just something which should come to come to them, and, and no one else is entitled to get any of it. Even if they even if they have something, you're not happy for them to have it, because when you look at the world, all you see is you. All you see is stuff that are available for you, and you're disconnected from everybody else in a similar way to someone who is blind. So Malach Steimis comes from the people of Steim. They had this terrible mida, this terrible character trait of. of not forgetting of not wanting other people to have anything, not being happy for them to have it. So they too, their salt, their salt also can cause people to go, go blind because it's all part of the same 
the same the same negative um, um, negative character traits that they have, negative aspects of their life. So let's go back to the story with uh, Lloyd's wife. He says, "You you don't have a right." He told the Malach told the family, "You don't have a right to look back and see. It's nothing. It's not that you got saved. It's strange when you think about it, but it almost seemed like they would have had a satisfaction in looking back and seeing the other people dying and that they got saved. I don't know. Uh, you could go both ways psychologically on that one, but that you know." Do with it what you want, but the point is they, they would have, to some it seems like they would have enjoyed it, and he said you you got saved, so you guys don't have the right to get the full enjoyment of seeing other people die because because you're you're sorry I and you you don't want other people to have anything, and then we asked we asked it seemed like a contradiction in one place they had no right to look back because they weren't being saved in their own merit, and then she got punished and turned to salt because when the when the guests came to their house she didn't want to give them salt, but we know from the pesukim that they gave them bread. That means they had something to eat, but they didn't have. They didn't give them the salt. The salt is a spice. Salt is flavor. She said, "You want to have? It's enough. You had the food. You want to enjoy it too? You know, for that, that I can't tolerate." You see, that is very much connected to the, to the failing of the people of Steinem that they are sorry I and they couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't uh, tolerate someone else being being uh, being whole and being full and enjoying themselves on their on their on their dime. That, that that doesn't work for them. And that, that could potentially be an answer to that question. And But if we look back at the beginning of the parasha, when it said, on the way, when the malachim went down to Stein, it says, Vayashkev al-Pnei they looked, they looked, which is generally kind of denotes uh, a looking lara for, for bad. And for whatever reason, Rashi has to explain over here, but, but you should just know that by Matanasaniyam, giving gifts to poor people from your own money, that can turn even a, a staring of bad into good. Meaning what? Why? Because we said, the whole tsarai and the whole aspect of Sometimes has a good eye. He's willing to bless other people because he's able to. He's happy for other people to have, even at his own, even at his own expense. Torah uh, is someone who can't tolerate other people having things um, and being being whole. So, so but here it so, so flips it around. Matnasaniyam, which is a physical manifestation, giving gifts to poor people is a manifestation of giving of yourself to make someone else more whole, even at your own expense. That's the ab- absolute opposite. Of a tsarayin. That's the absolute opposite of someone who doesn't want to give to others. So that can turn, even a hashkafa can turn, which is generally a looking of a bad, a looking for evil of your eyes, that can turn it around and even make that look tight. And that, and that, and that, you know, that's something that we all, we go, go through life thinking that um, we can choose to look at the world as, as a vehicle for, to further ourselves or as a vehicle to, to further every, you know, to benefit everybody. And that's, that's, uh, nobody wants to be like Stein. They didn't have a, a great end, but Avram has a, has a, had a great future and destiny. So we should uh, we should aim aim for that. Thank you. 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 Thank you.